0: Welcome back to Joada Vivek. Well, if I DIY short form Sacramento Kings podcast, we're back episode 134 from rainy Ridgewood Queens. I'm your producer, Mike Carterelli, And from Ridgewood Queens, from my guest room, it's your host, Tony Evaluator, Dave Neuschatz. How's it going, Mike? Welcome back to New York. Uh, Yeah, thank you. JDB Nation, I salute you. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving back. I'm here for like, 10, 11 more days just trying to find a job at a house. This is some breaking news. Yeah. This is a Friday news dump. Breaking. People will be learning about this while they listen to it. Some of my friends. It's very, <laughs> very uh, sudden, abrupt, you know, suddenly single and in New York again. Yeah. But uh, ex- so excited. So excited. It's excited to be here. Love the city. It's the greatest city on earth, even if it's underwater. I know you usually do your NorCal update. I have a NorCal update this time. I, too, went to Buffalo with my buddy Andy. <laughs> we saw the Bills. We went to a, I don't recognize the Las Vegas Raiders. I went to an Oakland Raiders game, and I was like, this could be pretty rowdy. You know, we got, like, Bills fans, obviously, in their native element. It's pretty a lot of adult themes, not a, not a sporting event for kids. And then I was like, I wonder how the Raiders fans are going to be like on, you know, in uh, daily travel hostile territory, you know, and I saw some people wearing like the full outfit, but I was like, Oh, they're pretty well behaved. And then these two guys who looked like a real life version of Beavis and Budhead on hundred milligram edibles Kept dropping, I guess. What what would you call? It? or I guess stink bombs. Every time the Bills scored, it smelled like rotten eggs, and then they would like pretend they didn't know. And it was a, it looked like a bag of chips. It like I don't know how they got it into the stadium, but it was like it. it the, we like grabbed a bag because the one was like right next to us, and it just said fart bag. <laughs> it's like. Did you fly with these? From they came from the California division. or something? Like I don't even know. So I was like, okay, the Raiders fans lived up to the. I guess. Um, yeah, it was annoying, but I, I kind of respect it. Yeah, and how and a great synchronicity was. Mike went to the Buffalo the game in Buffalo, and I went to a Buffalo Wildlands for the first time on the same day. Eerie, eerie coincidence, <laughs> eerie canal. <laughs> yeah, Lake Erie kind of we, um, we yeah, I got really high and saw bottoms with uh, some friends of mine that day. and Then there's a Buffalo Wild Wings and Chico right by the movie theater. I was like, "Fuck it, let's get some wetter coins and lemon pepper wet." <laughs> All right, well, we do have, I think, three segments. So let's get into it. <laughs> the big thing in basketball world is, uh, Lillard got traded. Was that yesterday or yes, yeah, sort of the day before it. Things are getting- yeah, we're recording on Friday. It, it's everything. Everybody's like about it. It's obviously can, kind of came out of nowhere. Everyone had been talking about the heat, but this Bucks move came through uh, kind of shockingly. Woj bomb, and uh, good on him. Drew Drew Holiday is the centerpiece, but um, Aiden, DeAndre Aiden moved to Portland. Nurkic went to the Suns. Kind of a bombshell right before the team's report. What do you like about this? I, I mean... Do you are you thinking the, the Bucks are the favorite now? No, I don't think so. I like Dame. I who knows, maybe, maybe it'll free up Giannis. Maybe if, people got to respect Dame, so Giannis honestly just like drive all yeah. day and maybe it unlocks some stuff. It just Dame's a one way player, and like Drew Holiday was a beast on, as a two way player, yeah. And gave you a, he was like a B plus on offense. Right. right, Two and A minus A, depending on the night. Like he would still give you a lot. So I was like, I don't know. I feel like Portland got better. I think Aiden's underrated at this point. He's still young. Yeah. He, he gave you a mopey 18 and 10. This is like new place. Yeah. Bigger role. Yep. I like it. With, cause and they didn't give up. M- I mean, they gave up Lillard, obviously. But like they got off at of Nurkic's contract. Like I don't get it for the Suns at all. Yeah. Well the Suns are just so out on Aiton. They and I guess it's like a contract dump kind of yeah. I'm worried about Portland next year. It's like oh, they got Scoot, this is a year older, yeah. Aiton. like they got and like Sharp. Like they they're a lot of huge upside team. It's like I I, I enjoy it. I guess in, in Kings related news, now that Drew is in Portland, it seems like he's gonna get moved again. There have been some Kings rumors. So Michael Pena from the ringer. He floated a, a Drew to the Kings trade idea. I, th- I think it was centered around Barnes and Herder and a pick and Davion. Davion, any interest in that if the if if if, if the Blazers would do it? Would you go for it? If it's if it's just Drew, no, because uh, it's too much depth. I mean, it's just too much depth, right? It right. gets rid of yeah, because you lose two starters basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I we did just get Vezinkov, but we we don't know. Yeah, it's on a, It's not a sure thing with him, right? Maybe if we give us Chris Murray now, uh, now reunite the twins. Yeah, yeah. If we're getting Chris Murray in that deal, yeah, I'd, I'd even give away one of my precious seconds. I would do it. I would trade for Drew if Herder is like the centerpiece. I I just can't get get past. Herter's playoff run. That was that's the last I so bad we saw, you know. And I don't know how you improve the defense without changing the players. And it's like you add Drew Holiday, your defense is getting better. You know, I know he doesn't really fit the timeline with the other two stars. That's the only I'm I have. I get it. It's like if he'll have to do less on offense than he probably tried right, to do in Milwaukee with yeah. De'Aaron getting the reins there. I mean, I, I see it. I see that. I think there's something with the locker room stuff with Harris and Marnes. I feel like, you know, he'll start the first 20 games then if Blake doesn't come on fire, we will just get, like, he's the kind of guy who would step down. I don't know. As far as culture goes. But yeah, that, um, her did leave a bad taste. Seems like a launch, launch one shot, though. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> the season is getting close. I think a little over a week, the preseason starts. Raptors, I was like, kind of confused. I was like, why are the Kings playing the Raptors? That's a lot of travel, but it's in Vancouver, another um, kind of West Coast. Because I remember I saw the Kings Warriors in Seattle. Yeah. Like, yeah. It yeah. was like kind of similar. These teams that, cities that don't have an NBA team anymore. But uh, that, so that's starting uh, on the 8th. And then the regular season is is um, less than a month away. So October twenty fifth at Utah is opening night. Can't wait. And then finally the Kings are, promoting that they you know the oldest franchise in the nba is turning 100 this year i guess they have a like a logo that they're gonna unveil so you, you've been calling for this for too long I, I yeah come on this is something you can um brag about there's not that much to brag about but this is one thing yeah losing in the first round of seven games is like the most we have to <laughs> brag about so yeah we until uh, we until we went around yeah it's time So then the other things just like Back of the roster kind of moves. It does seem like the Javel McGee signing was a big deal. Like, he is going to make the team because they got rid of Noel already and Keita, Um, which we kind of were seeing some signs with Keita. Yeah. That on his way out. If he was, I mean, what are they going to do? Give him another two-way and have it, It's like, I don't know. So then Jordan Ford, local favorite, St. Mary's grad, he took this two-way spot after Keita was weighed. Keita went to uh The Celtics, which I love, I like, like that. Phrase. A lot of Portuguese speakers in that Boston area, so um I'll be watching him. And then, and Horford, you know, they're there to teach him. Well, that's the other thing. I think the Celtics needed big man depth. Williams and Horford, obviously, like big injury risks. So kato might have a have a shot there. A lot of these moves were to domino to fall after the McGee signing. Like, are you excited about this signing? It seems like all the Mavericks fans think it. He was terrible. He is terrible. He's old as hell, but maybe he's like a great hang. Maybe he's a great locker room guy. I think Mike Brown would know. Yeah. Like White Grouse is like, I'm not gonna just take a flyer. I don't know. It's like we gave Noel money. They gave him three hundred thousand, guaranteed. He got three hundred thousand for being signed and cut. Great job. I mean, he's had some agent problems in the past. Yeah. This was this was at least a a good Thing for Hillary. well yeah. yeah, but maybe, maybe that's like he's, he's got rings, got rings, so got three rings. Yeah, true. Uh, all right, we we got to keep moving because you have a mystery segment. Oh man, I'm I'm so scared. <laughs> Dave won't tell me what the mystery. Segment <laughs> is. My last so the last day as a bartender at sister restaurant in Oakland. Is that a paid promo? What of the it's just I mean you've you got to pay the eat there it is expensive and the cocktails are amazing but and the, the natural wine selection it's rotating they care wow uh it's a great they also have a cafe during the day and like i don't really overlap with them until like i show up to work okay. like and they're leaving like oh it's past- like a coffee shop restaurant mm-hmm. yeah coffee shop during the day and like all their pastries like are nuts and uh are mind-blowing sometimes uh always great but one of the am people Heard, they're like, oh, someone said you have like a Kings podcast. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, uh, they said my uncle, who I am crashing with, was the coach of the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> yeah. Gary, Gary St. Gene. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like the 80s or early 90s. The best jerseys. It's when I fell in love with the uh, Baptist So, shout out Moss for handing me this relic they bring so they they bring me the next day like I I come back to work the next day like after I've after I'm done I had my last night and they're in the kitchen and it's a King's player and coach submitted cookbook called favorites from King's kitchen Whoa. And there's, like, Alden Polonese on the cover. Well, you know. Dressed like chefs. I'll dress like musicians right there. It's a, Like, you got to put this on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. I'll put it on the Instagram. It was a charity cookbook for the uh, King's, uh, like, a women's organization. In uh, partnership with Raley's Bel Air. So, she, uh, Gary St. Jean's niece had this? Yeah. And gave it to you? Oh, it just gave it to me the document. Like, you can't have it. I was like, oh, uh, okay, I, okay. I wouldn't. I was going to say, it. I wouldn't ask for it. They okay. offered it. But yeah. Yeah. So there's, I, I documented 30 recipes. 30 recipes. And I will be uh, trickling them throughout the throughout the season. So, you know, they're not hard. So, we're cocktails okay. too. And, uh, but most of our food, we got the pregame apps and beverages. So I guess I'll 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 just drop the the first recipe. Yeah, let's do that. Um this, you know, I could not believe it. I was like, this is what crazy. Year does it does it say what year it is? Um I? it's it was in between the 94-95 and 95-96 season okay. because Mitch Richman won the All-Star Game MVP in 95. And it's it credits him as the All-Star Game MVP. This is a treasure trove. I'm looking at pictures on Dave's phone right now. Yeah. So I guess I'll go with this Buffalo Wings one. There's a great Buffalo Wings recipe from um, one of the funniest credits in the... You know, we're talking about Buffalo and NorCal. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's do the Buffalo... Okay. Baseline Buffalo Wings. like these, The names of these recipes, they had some stretches to basketball references. But this one's by April Martin. Who was the Kings Cat- player? And then no, no relation to Kevin. Okay, um, Kings player Walt Williams' girlfriend. Oh wow, girlfriend. I love, yeah. Okay, get your notebooks, get your pens out. It's gonna be. It makes about you get two to three pounds of wings. Get tips removed. Get your seasoned salt, your garlic salt. This is all to taste. Half cup of butter, margarine. One cup of hot sauce, dealer's choice. One cup of Italian breadcrumbs. Two teaspoons of vinegar. One tablespoon of cayenne, some cooking oil, and uh, one cup of flour, and heat oil in a frying pan, mix flour, cayenne pepper and breadcrumbs in a medium bowl, season the wing pieces with salts to taste, and put in bowls to coat with the flour mixture. I hope people have their pen out. Yeah. They're writing this down. Da- everyone's writing this or down. voice to text. Voice Plant. to text. Yeah. Once completely coated, place the wings in hot oil. And while chicken is frying, mix in heat butter Hot sauce and vinegar over low heat in a medium saucepan. After chicken is cooked, put the pieces in the sauce to coat. Let simmer for two minutes, then repeat the process. Wow! Until you're done. So there we go. Thanks, April Martin. Thanks, Moss. Thanks, all the St. Jean family for giving me endless content and letting me hold the most obscure King's relic to date. Uh, I'm excited for a year of more King's themed recipes. we'll, We'll we'll definitely be trying some of these. Yeah. Without a doubt, I'm looking forward to it. There's and it runs the gamut. we we'll have desserts too and entrees. Wow, just another reason to follow us on Instagram. I don't know about Twitter. I'm certain to think maybe we might get rid of that. But follow us on Instagram. We post yeah. stuff on there. We all your hoops grids. Yeah, so, yes, yeah. All right. Let's go to final thoughts. Hard to top that, Dave. I I wanted to just. Mention how all Lakers haters are in winning time right now because that show got canceled after two seasons. Obviously, no one who listens to this show watched that Lakers, uh, I don't know, puff, puff piece um, about the Showtime Lakers. But how funny is it that it got canceled right after the Lakers lost the 84 Finals to the Celtics. I love it. It's such a win for Celtics fans and Kings fans. I think those are the two fan bases that hate the Lakers the most. So what a win in the off season for all all of our listeners. Yeah, I wa- I actually did watch all of it. You watched it as a as a you know I'm a historian for research. I also one of the two jerseys I, I own is Larry Bird. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like the guy who played Larry Bird is awesome in it and. I, the show sucked. Yeah. But I did like three and then I quit. I liked Brody. Brody was great in it. He played Pat Riley. Yeah. This is Pat Riley. I am a super fan of John C. Riley. I think uh, uh, heated debates in a uh, Slack I have with friends from high school and over the years, it was like 20 of us, was does John C. Riley have a better comedy resume than Will Ferrell? It, it ultimately it's no because of the influence, but right. You could say the last decade is easily that round goes to Riley. Steve Rule, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Louis Cox, yeah, he's amazing. He's perfect at uh, everything he does, but and he was great in this. And and then the fact that the guy who plays Jerry Rest is just the incredible Hulk. <laughs> like he was oh, like God. this is he's a cartoon character. Like this is not anything. But ultimately, it's a Lakers loss. Yeah, take it. So I'll take it. Um, in L. A. JDV is a DIY project. If you want the new JDV stickers, rate or review the pod, and I'll send you one. And Just rate, and review the pod. Just do it. Yeah. Get a sticker. Reach out. We got them. We have three generations of stickers now. Yeah. All right, Dave. What do you got? The U.S. failed to place. No medal. No medal. Yeah. In the FIBA World Cup. Germany t- took it down. Thanks to uh, like a almost like a little hobble Franz Wagner showed up showed out the Wagner brothers the Wagner Mo Schroeder yeah Schroeder I believe Isak Banga was also on that one yeah uh listeners know us <laughs> one of your guys yeah as a two away from two years from two years guy no at, that's uh, the, oh no I, that's another two yeah, yeah yeah it's a yeah, uh, yeah. the Bruno Caboclo of Germany. not all your second round pick projections have worked out well just it's, most it's stuff. it's, it's time and place and its systems and maybe you were thinking FIBA you know I knew he was destined for greatness yep and boy we came so close when we watched Franz Wagner go to Orlando in person that was a rough one yeah right before the Davion pick this I mean yeah we lost Germany then we lost Canada Dylan Brooks went off I know the villain but this just goes to show that when you invite Keegan-Murray to your camp, you just put Keegan Murray on your team. This guy's a winner. There's no doubt in my mind, if there was Sacramento King, was on this FIBA World Cup team, we would have at the least gotten silver. No bronze. We're not even in that game. We're in the final. Yeah. With Keegan Murray. The guy's a winner. As 2A. He's built for the international game. He is. Yeah. He is. And, you know, there's a lot of dark horses I, I thought were gonna come out, look good, Serbia being being one Slovenia yeah but if the US wasn't going to win and we weren't going to hear that national anthem I would have loved to see Lithuania be on the podium so we could hear some 8-bit remixed Lithuanian free jazz <laughs>